Welcome to the Balanced Upline Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Carmichael, and I am here because I wanted to create the perfect podcast, the one I wish I had when I first started my network marketing journey. So here we will talk about strategy, skill set, mindset, and social media to take your business from part-time to full-time. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Balanced Stepline Podcast. I have my friend and my coach, Steph, here today, and she is the owner of The Weber Co., which is a great, great business because it's helped my business and so many others so much, um, but she's phenomenal, and I really wanted to bring her on to talk about branding and whatever else she wanted to talk about, entrepreneurship or marketing, but she's just amazing. I've been following her for years, um, ever since her name was Trendy and Indie, and then she made a big pivot in her business. So um, Steph, would you want to talk a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, Wit, thanks so much for having me on today. I'm super stoked to be here and to be with your community. So exactly like what Whitney shared with you guys, my name is Steph and I am the owner of the Weber Co. We empower women entrepreneurs to build a brand that captivates and converts so that they can disrupt their industry and create their legacy. Ultimately, we help women build and scale multi six figure businesses so that they can experience time and financial freedom on, on their own terms. Um, and I, the way that I like to define success is very, uh, <laughs> it's self-driven if you will, because I believe that we all have different ideas of success for me. I, my like next big goal is to have a lake house and I want to invest in Airbnb properties and I want to expand and grow our wealth and our business in that, in that capacity. Um, as we're just kind of adding different layers to this, but everybody, you know, it looks different for everybody. So I always say that it has to be on your own terms, but at the end of the day, when you're cultivating a brand and you're building a business that is impact driven and also allows you the time and financial freedom that you are looking for to live the life that you desire on your terms, that's, that's what success looks like. And, and you have to define that for what, for what it is for you. Um, so anyway, that's a little bit about what we do here at the Weber Co. As Whit mentioned, this business has pivoted, um, a couple of different times for me, but I started in the fashion and beauty and travel space. So I, I've worked with small businesses for the last, oh gosh, seven years or so now in the branding and marketing space. I went to school for this. I studied PR and advertising, um, for four years at Butler University, graduated with my degree, and I had been working with entrepreneurs since before I even graduated. And so obviously that work just continued. Um, And in 2016, I, you know, this whole idea of like blogging was very relevant and present in our world. And I was like, I can do this. I can talk about what I like to wear and how I like to wear things and why I'm styling outfits in certain ways or whatever, and just inspire people in a unique and different way. And for me too, I, I knew from the beginning that I didn't want to just kind of copy and paste what I felt like everyone else was doing. And I also think that my red hair (laughs) allows me to stand out like in that space. So I think that that was helpful for me in growing that brand, but I built a five figure influencer business and, you know, to be able to do that within, I don't know, about 18 months of, of just starting something and it just being a blog with like one reader probably at the time, like that's huge. So, um, in 2018, we went to New York fashion week and I, I interned in New York city, um, for a summer before I left 
Butler and intern in the fashion industry and got to sit in on design meetings and help make design choices, but also was part of the marketing department. So it was a really cool, like well-rounded uh, internship. But anyway, we went to New York Fashion Week in 2018 and it's like, New York is like my home away from home and I love it. But in going to, um, in going to Fashion Week, I got to this point of being there that I was like, this is not the long term for me. This is not the long game. It was great to go to the shows. It was an incredible opportunity. But I think that week I just realized like there was so much more out there for me. And there was something bigger that was calling me that I really needed to listen to and pay attention to. And I had kind of had this thought, but I think that that week and that trip like solidified that for me that I needed to go in a different direction. Like fashion blogging and and beauty blogging and travel and like these pieces could be a part of who I am, but they didn't need to be where I was making a difference, if that makes sense. And I knew that in the journey of entrepreneurship, so many entrepreneurs were focusing on a tactic. They were focusing on, you know, Instagram, or I think, I don't know, probably like the hottest thing at that time was stories. Maybe who knows, who knows? We have so many new things that are being added all the time. But that being said, um, I was, I was watching entrepreneurs that I was working with and collaborating with just throw tactics at the wall and they weren't doing the brand work and laying that solid brand foundation to really build a a sustainable business on top of with powerful messaging that actually attracted their audience in a way that, that tied them to this certain idea of loyalty within their brand and their business as a whole. So I realized at that time, okay, I I can help entrepreneurs with this. This is something that I, I really understand. I get branding. I know what it means to, to build a brand and to, and to build it well. So how can I take that and then turn it into a business? in some capacity. So I started consulting, just doing like one hour calls or meetings with clients, et cetera. Um, And that slowly pivoted into a longer program, which slowly pivoted into a 12 month program that you see today and supporting clients day in and day out. So that is kind of like a long-ish, short-ish version of where where I am today with the Weber Co. I love your story. And I love that you made that big pivot where you changed literally everything about your business and you went for it and it really worked out for you. Um, And that's, it's so funny because your definition of branding, which I was going to ask you in a minute, but it, I felt like I knew you before I knew you because you allowed people into your life. And it was almost like a Netflix show. Like, you know, like I knew who your husband was. I knew, like I followed your stories. And so it's so crazy how, how that worked. And now I'm a paying client because of the, the brand that you built and sharing your life with us. So my second question for you is what is branding and how can it impact someone's business? Uh, this is a great question, Wit. Okay. So the way that I like to explain this is that So people talk about branding and marketing, and sometimes they try to use those words interchangeably. They're not interchangeable. They are are separate entities, but they go together like Oreos and milk or like mac and cheese or like whatever your favorite combination of foods are together. They go together, right? And you you can have branding without marketing, but if you put them together and you have a well-rounded strategy, they're going to be dynamite. They're going to be dynamite. 
So branding is the who. It is the emotion. It is the um, it is the reason that people ultimately choose to buy from you. It is that connection that people have to your business as a whole. It's like that message that you're sharing. It's the emotion that you're conveying. It's it's really defining your business and giving it some kind of a personality and leveraging the power of story to be able to share that. Marketing is the how. So you've got branding that's the who and marketing that's the how. Marketing is how you're amplifying the message that you've created in your brand. So that vision that you have for your business as a whole, the message that you're sharing, et cetera, has to be amplified via marketing strategies and tactics in order for your audience to actually be able to hear from you, to be able to sell, uh, to be able to know what it is that you do and actually build a sustainable, impactful business. So that's why when I see entrepreneurs who are like, oh, we're just going to get on Instagram and try this thing, or we're just going to get on YouTube and, and like see how it goes. That's great if like if you're just kind of starting and that's all you can do to just get started. But you're going to get to a point where you realize that you have no idea who you're talking to. Excuse me. You don't know how you're actually helping them. Um, you're not really sure what the problem is that you're solving and your offers don't really make sense. All of those pieces are part of your brand. You have to clarify that first in order for you to actually be able to go and sell something. And if you haven't done that, if you haven't done those pieces, it's going to be very difficult for you to grow grow your business. Um, and the way that I teach branding is slightly different than the way that I, I see others teach. Um, and I know that branding, especially in the past, in traditional in the traditional setting, has been very heavily focused on the visuals. The visuals are definitely a piece of the brand as a whole, but they are not all-encompassing. They are not all of it. Um, and that's why it's important to make sure that you have an understanding that your brand is not just about the fonts, logos, and colors that you're using, but it's about who you're speaking to. It's about how you're helping them solve a problem, and it's about the offers that you're cultivating the message that you're sharing, the vision, I mean, there are so many pieces that actually go into what your brand is, but it's your identity um, in, in a very simple word. It's so true. And there's something you said one time um, that always sticks with me. And I think it was your brand is how you make people feel. It's the dinnertime conversations that people are having about you. And I was like, whoa, like that's, it's so true. That's how you, it's, that's what branding is. And that's something that I did think when, uh, before we started working together, that it was like, you know, the, like when I think of Coca-Cola, I think of the red and white can, that's a brand. And, you know, it's, it's a piece of it, but it's really like the, um, the commercials with the celebrities that sell the Coca-Cola and, you know, so it's just so crazy how, how much, um, how psychological it is, the branding piece. Um, what advice would you give someone who wants to make a pivot in their brand or business? I would say first, why do you feel like you need to make a pivot? Like really get crystal clear in what that is. Where are you feeling that? I'll just give you an example. We have done just kind of a very slight pivot or shift slash rebrand, if you will, within the Weber Co. as a whole in the last couple of months at the end of 2020. And the reason for that was because the entrepreneurs that we started working with and that we were bringing into the academy 
we were noticing that in order for them to experience success and in order for them to really grow, our messaging needed to shift. Um, and we needed to add a more to our programs, but we also needed to make sure that we were attracting that higher level entrepreneur who was like ready to get to work, ready to bust a move and ready to grow and scale. Um, we don't work with entrepreneurs who are like dragging their feet, who are always changing their minds, et cetera, et cetera. And so we needed to make sure that our messaging as a whole was very clear for that. So I would say it's a couple of things when you're looking at your business as a whole and you're going, I think we may need to pivot. Why, why do you feel that way? Um, is something misaligned in your business? Is your messaging not resonating with who you think your avatar is? Um, is there a problem with your offers? Like what is it that you're looking at in terms of what that pivot or shift may need to be for you? Um, and then you need to do your research. You need to actually make sure that before you go and do all, make all of these changes, et cetera, that the problem that you're solving exists for the market that you are working to reach. Um, and basically what I mean by that is that everyone has ice. I call it an avatar. You can say it's your ideal client, your target audience, whatever it may be. I say it's your avatar. It's like, for me, this is like a very real person that I've cultivated a, a story around based on the work that I have done with my clients. And that took research. Like it wasn't just built and born and birthed overnight. It wasn't something that I made up. It was something that I actually have facts behind in terms of who it is that we're reaching and who it is that we are attracting into the business and the entrepreneurs that we are working with and the entrepreneurs that will also find the most success in coaching with us. That's so good because I feel like too, I do see a lot of people making pivots to kind of just because they're bored or they're, they've tried something for a few months and it didn't really work. And here's the next, you know, like the next pivot. And so I think it's really good that you um, want to know the reason why they make the pivot instead of just, you know, going for it. And the research is so real. And that's something when I first thought about, you know, being a network marketing coach. Um, and I just kind of started putting stuff together. And then I was like thinking when I was doing the avatar um, course in your academy, like, where is this person at in network marketing? Like what rank are they? How much money are they making? Because I can't talk to all, all the ranks. I can't talk to somebody making a hundred dollars a month and then $30,000 a month in network marketing. Like they're just two different messages going on. So that's really helped me too, is the getting crystal clear on who you're talking to, who you serve, um, because that messaging piece is different. Okay. My next question for you. Um, what was 2020 like for your business? bananas. In one word, it was insane and exciting and challenging. Oh my gosh, what it was so many, it was so many different things. Um, but it was, I mean, 2020 was 2020 for me will always be the year that I became a full-time entrepreneur. It will always be the year that I bet on myself and I bet on my clients and I bet on the business as a whole. And I bet on our our vision of where we're taking things and how we are going to grow. Um, it will always, it will, it will always be that year for me. Um, we did $170,000 in sales in about six months in the business. And it was, I mean, I, there were definitely days that I felt like the rug had just been pulled out from underneath my feet. And I was like, well, we just have to go and we have to figure it out because obviously this is a need and we have tapped into a major massive market here and we, we have to keep going and we have to keep scaling and we have to make sure that our entrepreneurs and the clients that work with us feel 100% supported. And even those that choose to not work with us are still getting something from the Weber Co in terms of 
transformation. We are really working to become the number one company for branding and marketing when it comes to that entrepreneurship space. Um, because at the end of the day, I, there, there's a gap, right? And, and this is the other kind of secret to really figuring out your brand is figuring out where there are gaps in your industry. And for me, I was noticing a gap between branding and marketing. It was like entrepreneurs were I I was seeing like, oh, just run Facebook ads and you don't need to do the branding and you don't need to do these things. And I'm like, no, you want me to throw money at Facebook ads and I don't even have an established business. Like that's what you're teaching entrepreneurs and that's not helpful. And then there was, you know, the other side of just, you know, do the Instagram or do the, like do the tactic and you don't need the brand. Or there was the get the logo and then you can figure out marketing elsewhere, et cetera. And I was like, no, like, no, (laughs) these two are not separate things. And branding and marketing directly correlate to the sales that you are driving in your business. So it's not just about having one piece of the puzzle. It's about having a well-rounded strategy. And we are teaching entrepreneurs what that looks like. And we're helping them actually cultivate their legacy, whether they choose to utilize a Facebook group to reach their audience, or they choose to use Instagram and email marketing, we create a well-rounded game plan because it's not just about being on one platform or one space. And it's not just about like one piece of this puzzle. It's about having that well-rounded game plan so that you can actually build the business that you are trying to cultivate with the vision in mind of where it is that you're going and where you're asking those that work with you to go along with you. Yeah. That's so good. Um, And you had a great 2020, like you had, and that's something else that you said that stuck with me. Well, you didn't say it to me, but you put it in a piece of content. Um, Like, you know, I had roadblocks too. Like you had roadblocks, you had things get in your way too. Everybody did, but you chose to like hurdle them and to keep going. And a lot of people blamed the year and they blamed things that were going on and you did it. And that's why you had such a great year. It, was it your first full year of having the Weber Co? Um, it was, this is a good question, Wit. So the Weber Co became the Weber Co in July of 2019, like summer of 2019. So yeah, I mean, this was the first full year that it was the Weber Co as we've seen it, which is crazy, crazy to think about because now that I like look back, I'm like, I don't even, it's, it's just crazy to like, look at your journey and then kind of see where you are. But with one thing that you mentioned that I want, I want your listeners to really hear and to pay attention to is that you're going to have challenges as an entrepreneur. We had massive success in 2020 and we experienced challenges. And I don't expect that to be any different in 2021, 2022, 2023, and every year after that, that we're in business because there will always be challenges. And if you are somebody who likes to play the victim or likes to blame every every external problem, everything that's a little bit out of your control for the reason that you didn't accomplish your goals, entrepreneurship is not going to be the game for you. It's just not. You have to be able to figure out a way to get around the roadblocks and the challenges that come up. You have to be able to find a way to tell yourself, yes, you have to be able to to move forward um, and to make adjustments when you need to. I mean, the businesses that we saw that either grew tremendously in 2020 or that, uh, well, yes, the ones that grew tremendously or the ones that even just survived because they had they had to, like they had no other options, are the ones that got innovative. They're the ones that got creative. They're the ones that said, okay, we can't do business as normal. 
So what can we do to still make money, to still stay afloat, to still survive? And how can we make sure that we're still serving our people? What is it that people really need from us, right? I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get so in our heads, and this can especially happen with branding. We get so in our heads about what we want it to be that we forget that we have an audience that we're trying to serve. And if you don't have your audience top of mind, like number one in mind, I just had a client boxer me last night and she said, I'm really struggling with content this week. If you could give me any guidance there, I'd really appreciate it. And I replied and I said, what does your avatar need from you this week? Remove yourself from this. What do people need to hear from you? What does your avatar need from you? What do they need to know in terms of the transformation that you help them create? What do they need to know about what you teach? Like, what do they need to hear? What are they waiting on to hear from you, right? So you have to be able to kind of like remove yourself from that piece and and keep in mind that you have an audience that you have to serve. So no matter what roadblock comes up, you have to figure out what's best for them. That That's what it is at the end of the day and, and how to keep your business going so that you can continue to serve people. Mm-hmm. And what people need to hear doesn't always get the most likes. <laughs> it doesn't always, you know, like, and I think that's where a lot of people join network marketing and, you know, they're, they're sharing, you know, great content before getting lots of likes. And then once they start sharing about um, maybe like their products or their business or, or whatever it is, that's kind of when they're like, okay, this isn't working or I can't do this. And I'm like, don't look at the likes. <laughs> like, it's just, you have to, you have to share what people need to hear um, and give your value and tell your story and the likes will come. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Um, okay. Next question. What do you feel network marketers specifically could do better when it comes to branding? Woo. First of all, brand yourself, not the company that you are working for or whose products that you are selling. So what I always tell my network marketers that is so important to remember, like, for example, for you with, there are so many other marketers that are selling the same product as you, right? There are so many other network marketers selling the exact same thing as you. Why do people choose to come to you? whether they are joining your team or they are going to be a customer. Either way, it doesn't matter, but they're choosing you because of who you are, because of the brand that you've cultivated and they've seen that on social media um, or in any space that they are present with you in, right? You have to be able to build your own personal brand and that is where you will find true success as a network marketer. The products are, you know, if you're if you're working for a company, I hope you love the product, right? Like ultimately at the end of the day, it's it's you've probably, signed up because you're like, oh, like I love the product. And, you know, you, maybe you started as a customer first and you're like, I, you know, I love it. So I'm just going to try to sell it and see if I can make some extra cash. And then you, you start and maybe you have some quick success and you're like, this is so cool. Like I'm getting all the sales. And then you've gone through your whole friends and family list and you realize no one needs products from you right now. And you're like, crap, now what? That's where it's like, okay, you have, you have to be able to build that brand and also obviously to be able to grow your team in order to be able to grow your bottom line as a network marketer as a whole. But it is so important to make sure that you are building your own brand that disrupts your industry, that attracts people to you. And it's important to keep in mind too, like the company that you're working for, they have an avatar. They have who it is that they want to join them as an affiliate or whatever it may be. Um, They have who they want to, to represent their company as a whole. 
you have to decide as the network marketer who it is that you want on your team. For example, if I was a network marketer, I would not want people on my team who weren't doing the work with me. I would not want people who I'm like dragging along, et cetera, et cetera. So those people are not people that I would attract to join my team. I would rather have a small team of like dynamite affiliates or, you know, whatever you refer to yourself as, um, then having this like huge, massive team of people who are like kind of doing the work half-assed, right? So it's important to make sure that you're defining for yourself who it is that you want to sell to. And like another example, um, somebody who is maybe in their fifties is probably going to have a different avatar than somebody who is in their thirties, right? So it's important to make sure that as you're cultivating your own brand, you're, you're serving your, your unique avatar for the product or for your, your business and brand as a whole. Yes. Brand yourself. Uh, (laughs) I was hoping you would say that. And that's another thing too, is there's companies that sometimes shut down. And if all people know about you is the company that you were working with, then, and that company is no longer there, then you're irrelevant. They know nothing else about you. Um, So it's really important to brand yourself or like Advocare, for instance, they got rid of just their network marketing model. And so they're just an online store with no affiliates now. And so all of those affiliates who um, were just so attached to that product, you know, they, they have to start from scratch, but if you are the brand, then there's really no, you know, competition. There's only one you. Um, So I love that to brand yourself. I think that's so important for network marketers. Um, Okay. Last question for you. Well, second to last question for you. What advice do you have for entrepreneurs going into 2021? Ooh, this is a good one. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking this morning about my 2021 predictions and what I think that the branding and marketing space will look like. Um, I think for 2021, more than ever, people are craving community. I think 2020 was a year of unease and unrest and uncertainty and it, it, it was a scary year, right? I mean, there were a lot of things to celebrate in 2020, but there were there was a lot of unrest as well. And I think as we head into 2021, more than ever, we have to make sure that in the spaces that we're, we are sharing our brand, we are building community. Um, and what I mean by that is that you're, you're cultivating a community of raving brand fans that you are serving in some capacity. They are experiencing transformation, even just in free content that you are putting out into the world. So it's really important, excuse me, important to make sure that you are doing that. I think from a tactic perspective, if you have not leveraged video at all, whether it be reels or it be live video or whatever it may be and a combination of these things, then you are seriously missing out. And if you don't do it in 2021, I, I do not know that you will survive uh, in the years to come. Um, and so that is, that's just kind of my two cents from like the tactic perspective now get your messaging down and make sure that you have, you have started to at least think about your brand. If you are in the beginning stages and you've started to put those puzzle pieces together, but at the end of the day, you can't get yourself to a point where you're like, Oh, I I don't have this done yet. So I'm not going to go live yet. No, (laughs) you're going to just have to show up and go for it and take some imperfect action and and learn a little bit along the way you learn by doing, Um, and you learn about your audience by doing and by talking to them and by building relationships which leads me to my third thing that I want to say about 2021, and that is build relationships. So this kind of ties in with community and really making sure that you're doing that. But you need to be a real human being. You need to be a real human, especially you're you're an entrepreneur, right? You're an entrepreneur. You probably have a small, small, maybe you have a small team. Maybe you have a team of one or two people. Um, 
and, and by team, I mean like people that are actually helping you execute tasks, not necessarily your network marketing team. Some of you who are listening may have a hundred people in your downline and, and that's totally fine. This is a little bit, that's a little bit different what I'm referring to, but you have to make sure that you are prioritizing relationship building on a very human level, not a, how can I get more dollars in my pocket? So I'm going to go talk to people today, but a, how can I impact lives and actually serve and provide value in some capacity today? And then that is going to translate into sales for you based upon the path that you are walking them down, but you have to build relationships and you have to make sure that you are, you are problem solving. So your solution focused versus being um, reactionary to problems, I guess, if that makes sense. If you allow problems to derail you in this next year, um, again, I think that you, you will not survive. Um, and I think, I mean, I think that that's true every year, but I, I think especially as we are heading into 2021, where there are going to be still changes and, you know, it's like people are talking about the new year, like everything's going to magically change overnight. And I'm like, listen, you guys, this virus is still here. Like we, you know, I know that we have a vaccine and all of these things, but like, it's not widely distributed yet. And we we're still wearing masks out in public and like things have not, things are not just going to go away because we've entered a new year. So what is it that you need to do to make sure that you adapt and to make sure that you are building a business that is growth oriented. And that if, if something were to happen and the economy were to crash or whatever that, whatever that looks like, how will your business survive? And you really need to have a plan for that and have an emergency funds account ready and like make sure that you're actually cultivating a plan. Um, not just fly by the seat of your pants and, uh, praying that Instagram reels will continue to, uh, allow you to go viral or whatever it may be to grow your business, right? You have to make sure that you're actually, you're taking the steps you need to, to be a responsible business owner. That's building a business for the long term. I agree. I think Video and community specifically are more important than ever right now. And exactly, if you want your business to survive, there are people that are in your business right now, you know, using video and building relationships and doing all of those things. You know, we we have to keep up. We have to, you know, we can't let our fear get in the way of um, getting on camera or talking to people because if we're not, somebody else is and their business will survive. Um and that, that makes me want to say something else before we wrap it up too, is um, you had your Instagram pulled away from you before with several thousand followers. Do you want to talk about that real fast, what you did to... Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so this was also in 2018 during this like year of pivot for me. Um, so New York Fashion Week happened in September of that year. And then in November before I had really fully pivoted and like actually started earning an income through consulting and coaching my, I was locked out of my Instagram account. I still to this day really don't know exactly what happened um, in terms of why I got locked out of the account, but it was right before black Friday. And so I was still very heavily in the influencer space. So I had partnerships with a bunch of different local businesses. I had over 10 K followers on Instagram at the time. And I (laughs) was like, Okay, so what do I do here? Like I like that's where my where my audience primarily was was on Instagram. Now I had my blog of course and I had started building like a small email list, but it wasn't my 10k followers that these businesses were, you know, paying for access to, right? In terms of visibility. 
And that was really hard and scary. And I think for me, I, I knew at the time I was like, I'm going to look back on this in a year and go, that was like a little, it's like a piece of my story and it's a piece of what I teach now, um, which it is, it sucked at the time and it was very difficult, but that's why I always say it's not about having one space. It's about making sure that you've created a well-rounded marketing strategy to be able to reach your audience. So if you are right now, listening to this and going, Oh, I only leverage my Facebook group. And you're not using email marketing along with your Facebook group, or you're not using text message marketing, um, or you're not using Instagram or whatever it may be. I want to encourage you to sit down and seriously look at your business and create a plan. Um, or at the Weber Co, we can help you create a plan to make sure that you are leveraging multiple different spaces to be able to reach your audience. Because You don't have control over Instagram and Facebook. You never will. Mark Zuckerberg does. And that's just the way it goes. And if you get locked out of your account or if you lose your group or whatever it may be, would your business survive? And if your answer is no, and my bottom line would be seriously impacted and I don't know what I would do, that's a serious problem. So don't put yourself in that position, in other words. Um, And if you're just leveraging Instagram right now, you need to figure out where else your audience hangs out. And again, how to leverage email or text or some other piece of marketing so that you can bring your audience to that space. Exactly. We don't own Instagram or Facebook. Unfortunately, we don't own any of our platforms. So using email is something that I'm, I'm starting to do too. And I probably would have never thought about doing that without, you know, having Steph as my coach and podcast is another platform that I'm using, obviously. But before this, I was just on Facebook and Instagram, never even thought about, you know, my page being deactivated or anything. So, um, very scary. So yeah, get on multiple platforms. If you can email, you can control. Um, but that, I think that's great advice because especially now when, um, guidelines are getting a little bit more strict on those platforms too. Um, I don't think it takes a whole lot for your account to get deactivated or something to happen there. Um, So last question for Steph, where can people find you and connect with you? Yes, you can connect with us pretty much anywhere. Well, I shouldn't say anywhere, but definitely on Instagram and Facebook um, at the Weber Co. You can also head to theweberco.com. You can jump on our email list. You can jump on our text list. There are lots of different spaces where you can be in community with us. Probably one of my favorite places to hang out is inside of our Facebook group. It's called Brand Building Rockstars with the Weber Co. Um, And it is the place where we probably hang out the most, but where we're really cultivating um, a, a very engaged community of entrepreneurs. So if you're looking to network, if you are looking for support, if you are looking for free resources in terms of branding and marketing, uh, that is, that is the probably number one place I would recommend that you go and you come and hang out with us. You can also listen to my podcast, which is called branded with Steph Weber. We just rebranded that. So super excited about heading into uh, 2021 with that as well. So those are all the places. Those are the details. Yes. Join that Facebook group. It's a great group. Like there's a lot of um, groups that give free value, but this one's like top notch. So I love your Facebook group. Um, But yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. It's been a great time um, chatting here with Steph. Uh, If you have any questions, DM either of us, or um, you can find her in the show notes too, to connect with her further. So we will see you guys on the next episode. I am so proud of you for doing what it takes to take your business to the next level, for growing your mind and developing your skills. I can't wait to see you on the next episode.
But in the meantime, join our Facebook community, the Balanced Upline Podcast Community, where we wake up together on Monday mornings and we do an additional training on Thursday evenings. We would love to have you join us. Until then, I will see you soon. Namaste.